Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You wouldn't think there was a big storm coming, would you? The storm is coming. What did he just say? He said there's a storm coming. At the heart of the storm is a source of evil that will change their lives forever. I don't understand why you chose me. You want to change the world, son. So do I. People want to change the world, don't know how to begin. Let's start with a smile. Be honest. It's love! The secret ingredient is love! Okay, just calm down. What the hell are we doing here, Harry? All you have to do is give me answers. Just, just give me the right answer. Tell the truth. You can't handle the truth. I can't promise I'll try, but I'll try to try. We can figure this out, right? We can figure this out, right? What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition to Worship in the of Worship in the Storm with your hosts, myself, Emmanuel Kingman, and Andy Rouse. What is going on, Andy? What's up, man? How you doing? Having a ton of technical issues. That's how, <laughs> how I'm doing. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Just hanging out watching you have technical issues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was one thing after another. It wouldn't, you know, it was no sound, no video, no, not allowed to do it for whatever reason. Happens to me every time <laughs> I get some new program or something, I go balls to the walls and I end up screwing something up. That's how yeah. you learn. It is. And I made that video uh, with the, the last hour and a half before the show started. And I think it's pretty good for the intro. Thank you. So it does have a few little edits in there that'll have to happen, but I have, for you know no time to do it i was just like boom 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 hell yeah <laughs> i think it was great for that time <laughs> <laughs> all right so what has been going on so we haven't been on we right after thanksgiving we missed uh, yep yeah so, that was my fault <laughs> uh, no, no you have to have time with your family so how was everything going uh with holiday your holidays yeah yeah that was pretty pretty good um actually was able to for the most part avoid bringing any crazy shit up at the dinner table or anything like that <laughs> so that was good i saved it for later in the night <laughs> but you know i think i actually made my father pause about something finally you know oh, okay. I, I think i kind of left him a little speechless because i think there's like like a pothead conspiracy theorist deep down inside of him <laughs> <laughs> It's just been dormant for quite a while. Yeah, so that's pretty awesome. I uh, How I was didn't. Yours? Mine was pretty good. I didn't uh, go to with my family because my family's up in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. I was down here in Georgia, so we were with Mimi's family. She's not even here tonight. 
Uh, but we were with her family, and man, we had so much food. I mean, it was <laughs> it was crazy. We had like three different huge things of potatoes, two turkeys, just so much stuff. Like eight different pies and whatever. I used to go to my my buddy's house after my family's Thanksgiving back in the day, and their family would do a prime rib, a ham, and two turkeys. And they had a wow. huge family, so there was lots of people and everything, but it was just, oh, so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and they would always make this very traditional thing called glug. Um, some, some listeners may be familiar. It's this, it's uh, some Italian families do it. It's also a Scandinavian thing mm. in different parts, different names to it, but it's this like holiday spirit that you make. And it's probably not done the way it was done a long time ago. You know what I mean? It was probably modernized. But I bet if you look into the history of it, there's probably some pretty esoteric, interesting things about it. It just it just rings that way. Glog. I feel like that just automatically sounds like something peculiar and <laughs> maybe mysterious. Yeah. Uh, that sounds glog. You know, when you hear that, it sounds like, what did you just say to me? Right, right. <laughs> it's it's like an insult almost. Yeah. But it also sounds it sounds like drinking. Yeah, it does. So there goes back to that kind of like, uh, what do you call the onomatopoeia? And, and okay. like instinctual types of living yeah. language and yeah. stuff like that. It's very interesting. So, yeah. So who knows? I'll look into it and report back. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I definitely want to hear about Glug. But you uh, mentioned about your dad. I think I made some progress with my mother in different aspects. Yeah, and tell me about it. Let's, it, let's talk about it. Yeah, it's been an ongoing battle. Uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, you have faced your own uh, stuff with your family and all. So I sent her the thing about the cia having 10 different people uh just being let go and i said look and we just got in a big fight the other day and i you know i don't want to go into all the details but it was like one of those things we haven't talked in a while and i don't want to say that we always fight but it, she tends to bring up the medical industry and she knows that i'm not fond of the medical industry Mm -hmm. so she brought something up and i was not in agreement with it and i held back and then she told me that my little brother didn't get didn't get one him and his wife and i was like yes i, I let it out and then she was not happy with that so <laughs> so then it kind of you know dovetailed from there but mm -hmm. uh i was a i was able to send this to her i was like look they don't care about you and i sent that to her and she was like oh that's horrible and then it was a few days later, the NIH dropped that uh, the um, research that they did with 5G and uh, that thing being connected. Mm -hmm. uh, and I that's the last thing I said to her when we argued, you know, four days earlier or whatever, was oh, like <laughs> that's what that that's what's doing, and it doesn't matter what you put in your body; you have to clear out your body from and stop putting in what they want you to put in mm -hmm. so i sent and, that to her and she was speechless oh man and it's been good conversation since we've we've talked about three times in the last week and i can energetically i can feel she's more accepting of me now she's 
she's understanding the world a little bit more. I felt that exact same way that night, that Thanksgiving night when I, when I talked to my dad, because it wasn't, yeah, it didn't get go? heated. So I'll give you a little bit of background about my father and I, at least in this realm, we've always butted heads. And the thing is, is like on his end, my dad's a very successful businessman. He always has been. He's, he's a, he's a member of the American dream. He always has been, you know what I mean? And it's, it's done well for him. So he's never really had a lot to question. He's been one of those people. So we've always butted heads in that situation. And where I have always been the fuck up with financial problems and floating here and there and moving across the country and, you know, living free spirit wise, you know, a little differently than he has. So like, I haven't really done a lot of things that warrant his professional respect. Hmm. Not that he doesn't respect me. I will say this. My father is a loving guy and he, he appreciates me, loves me and all that and does respect me. And he's proud of me for doing what I'm doing, but he doesn't agree with a lot of stuff and he doesn't hmm. look into a lot of stuff, you know, same old story. So we always butt heads and he kind of has this air of, I always have known better than my son. So that's kind of the mentality there where at the end of the day, if, if my conviction is this way, my son is probably the one that's wrong. And that's all that I need to leave it at. But he is open sometimes. And that night we were just having, it was a great weekend. You know, it was a great time. So we were just relaxed and having a good conversation. And it, it just turned into some stuff, but nothing crazy. I wasn't screaming or yelling or, you know, showing pictures or going crazy with links or anything like that. But we were just talking about certain aspects of society and history and things like that. And I can't remember at what moment he kind of turned, but I think it had something to do with, we were talking about like the Kennedy assassination and things like that because the Kennedy assassination, that's what it was. Yeah. Because he just came out and said, that's the one thing right there that, that I I'm totally okay with that. That was, something was going on there. And that's when I was like, yeah, just a few bad apples in the government or something, right, Dad? Just a few bad apples that they got to take care of afterwards or something. And he's like, and that's where I got him because he always kind of has that mentality that like Watergate, you know, all these things were just isolated incidents, bad people here and there pop into the government. Mm -hmm. And I think that's probably a general consensus of what a lot of people think that, well, sometimes there's crooks, but <laughs> not in the way we think of it. And uh, yeah, at one point I knew that I kind of like changed his mind about something or at least maybe sent him down a path at least a little bit was when he was asking me a question and it wasn't that tone of, I already know the answer to this. You know that I'm sure you're familiar with that with your mom, you mm -hmm. know, like that. I know better than you. I'm just going to say it as a question and corner you. It wasn't that kind of question. It was like, well, then how, how far and why do you think it could go? It was a question like that. And it was an honest question. He was pondering. So, yes. He was just, oh, he was, okay. he was allowing himself to go, okay, if this is real, hmm, how would it be possible? And that's when I just floored into it with, well, I don't think everybody has to know. That's the big you know, I think that's the the illusion that people are under that they they think we all think that everyone's in on it. Mm -hmm. and it's like, 
But remember, we're talking about people that are fascinated with autonomy and autonomous machines and systems. They want this thing running as smooth as possible with as few people as possible. I probably said it on the show before. So yeah, that really turned the conversation in an interesting direction. I couldn't get them on any like specific provocative points, but just the overall feeling had changed. So that mm. was really cool. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And it's funny today I uh, talked to an Andy that I work with mm -hmm. and I was opening his eyes. He was asking me, he asked me from time to time about UFOs and he'll bring up Joe Rogan. You know, he's like diet woke. So, so but today, <laughs> and I always tell him, I'm like, look, anything I was like UFOs and anything on Joe Rogan, that stuff is like surface. I was like, mm -hmm. there's so much more to it. And Absolutely. I, and then he listened to my podcast a little bit. And then today he asked me something and I was like, it, it's all fake. I was like, all the politics, it's just parlor tricks. I was like, it's not real. It's all fake. And I was getting through to him and then he would like say something else about politics. And I'm like, it's fake, bro. Just mm -hmm. listen, it's all fake. And then I got to him a little bit and I, we started talking about, he said something about uh, some kind of, a, you know, I call it a deceptive deed instead of an FF. I call it a deceptive deed. And I, we start talking about Shandy Shook and mm -hmm. uh, the Boston Marathon. And I'm like, look, there's the thing called crisis actors. And they, they play in things over and over. And we were talking about the green screen about, you know, who going through the, the screen, a microphone going through his hand, uh, the, the latest, uh, the Rittenhouse trial, the foot. Yeah. The foot. Uh, yeah. So we brought up that stuff and I was like, it's been going on like that for a very long time. I was, and then I said, have you ever met any of those people? Have you ever <laughs> seen them face to face? I was like, how do you know they actually exist? Because you're looking at them through another dimension. And they could just be showing you that and none of it's ever real. It's just literally happening somewhere else. And they're just showing it to us as if it's happening there. That's, and yeah. it blew his mind. And then I sent him, I was like, look, type this, go on BitChute and type in, you know, Shandy Shook was a hoax and, <laughs> and see what happens. And, and he started doing it. So, oh man, that's yeah. good because most of the time people will just wave you off. You're like, no, no, I'm not. No, I'm not even going to, I already know what I'm going to find. All right. I'm going to tell you all the people I'm going to yeah. find. Get, well, he's they, a, like, a curious. Like, yeah. He's a good. A, yeah. He's a curious college kid. So, and he's already <laughs> diet woke and he sees all the, the nonsense that's happening. So I was just, you know, it was the right time of day or whatever. And I just mm. sent him on his merry way with some new treasures. Yeah, you were helping him further down the path. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. His name's Andy. And now here I am with you. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, It's cool, too, that like, or it's kind of baffling to people where like when their eyes are open and they want to know more and shit and you've just been doing it longer. That's all there is to it. You're not smarter or anything. You just mm -hmm. have more of it in your head. Um, So you, <laughs> you have to show them something like that. And then you have to show them how all of the trickery could be faked. The mm -hmm. foot going through the floor could be done on purpose in Adobe Premiere to fuck with the community that already thinks things are fake. Mm -hmm. And then after a few of those, they're like, Jesus. So you're okay, saying that it is real completely and they just do that on purpose and post sure. editing? Sure. Okay. I mean, listen, I, I'm 
I'm not sure where the lines are in that theory, but like, yeah. I'm just throwing it out there because there's a lot of disinformation in, in the community as well, especially in like, say the UFO community. I mean, we have stories like Paul Benowitz from back in the day who ended up committing suicide after the whole town was against him and everybody hated him. Mm, and yeah, because the, he was turned That's a into crazy a crazy story. person. It's really fucked up for people that don't know. You should watch, watch the movie Mirage men. But then, of course, take it with a grain of salt, a, a documentary about Richard Doty, a, a disinfo agent to throw people off of defense technology out in Area 51 because this guy saw shit and this and this Doty guy was positioned to tell this guy it was aliens and let him let him be special and kind of take them off that direction so he would not be focused on what they were doing which was just crazy military experiments or whatever uh you know with tech that shouldn't have existed or something you know so he got this documentary about this dude and it's kind of like revelation of method because now that dude is like a you know a heroed part of the ufo community on the public facing side and it's like dude this dude was a a, a disinf he was the enemy and he's coming out I don't buy it for a second because <laughs> it's, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel mm -hmm. like that's what he's doing still. He's telling you exactly what he's still doing. Yeah. He, he kept so doing the same story when he did that to Benowitz. It was like three different times. He was like, uh, okay. I was lying to you last time, but that was just a test for this time. And it was like yeah. over big things too. And he kept, uh, Benowitz kept passing these tests. So they were like, Oh, let's keep using them more because mm -hmm. he did really find some shit in the beginning and that's the whole reason why they got involved with him is because he figured out some code that they had yes he cracked it and it's it's some wild yeah, he got wild into their story. security that's right and they were like what the fuck this guy's getting into our firewalls and shit yeah so yeah. they had to do something and yeah so you got richard doty up on he's at all the conventions he's in all the new documentaries he's talking to all the all the people mm. and i mean i'm not trying to say that everybody is against us or that mentality at all but this kind of person i just, i don't know all, once a spook always a spook that's kind of my mentality and also it's just a funny little note that the production company that would not answer my emails uh is called perception management <laughs> mm. perception. it's just like they love doing that they love throwing those little little nods in there yeah yeah sometimes they... i yeah, so I was just going to say, sometimes I wonder if the day is just the matrix that we live in, the living machine, not that we live in, that has invaded our universe, our natural it's, universe. I think it's both, right? It's like, it is that, but sometimes you find yourself, you're still a human and you, you explain things in human terms. Mm -hmm. So it's like, unfortunately, right now, we kind of still have to explain things in a dual, like a duality frame you know what i mean yeah well yeah because there is beings i don't know if they're humans but there is things uh imposters if you will that are pretending to be human at least that are working for this false matrix that is ushering it in and they're at least pretending to be human if I, i'm sure there are many humans that are involved you know but i don't know actually i don't know i it, they appear to be human but then again, when you look back 10 years ago, Biden looks very different. A few months ago, before uh, Kamala was elected, she looked very different. They, 
Dr. Uh, Fauci looked very different a few years ago. I mean, very, very different. These people are looking. Hmm. Are they imposters that are coming in? Like we, we talked about that show Inside Job before, and it's corny. But is that is there some company that is not a company, but, you know, some group of people that is putting on the show for everybody that they are actors maybe and they're wearing these skin suits or is it some kind of they live situation where they're the ones wearing these suits, the lizard people, the reptilians, if you will. Mm. Uh, Is that happening? So there is an element in my experiences and somewhere in my subconscious where like when I first saw they live after tripping and and being in that life years later, I saw they live in a very different way, of course, because I saw it as like a teen, you know, when I just smoking pot and stuff like that. And it was just, it, it was, it still had like the same stigma, I guess, or the same meaning message got across that yeah they're hiding shit from us mm-hmm. but man when i saw it post psychedelics there is something that is like right outside of our peripheral or even it's like there's something going on all the time right here and now and we're slightly aware of it or subconsciously aware of it it's very eerie and i remember getting that sense in in a lot of psychedelic experiences where here's my life but i can kind of step out of that and there's stuff (laughs) there's like other things happening so it's like i think they live is a great representation of this veil whatever the ego is whatever this construct that kind of protects us from what everything else is. Aldous Huxley even talked about it. He called it the reducing valve of the brain. And then now in like modern psychology and like psychedelic, you know, studies, they're kind of using that, that terminology or close to it and talking about like, you know, normal mode reality versus this other aspect and it's like when you access those other other areas it's like you kind of see beyond that veil right mm-hmm. so the sunglasses are the veil you know mm-hmm. i mean obviously every, it's obvious i don't know i'm just saying obvious things right now <laughs> yeah well it's i mean i i saw i've only seen it once i was awake you know it was actually mm-hmm. only a few months ago it was the first time i've seen it. i've seen it like two maybe three times since because it's a brilliant movie yes and I often wonder if that's going to happen, that the uh, the power, the grid, whatever, something's going to go out and then all of a sudden we're going to be able to see these reptiles for what they are. And, you know, at the end when the, the woman wakes up on top of the guy and he's a, a reptilian or not wakes up, but, you know, they're having sex, you mm. know, is that going to happen? Uh, probably, you know, I've. I think for me, it feels too literal. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I think on many, many levels, something like that's going to happen where they're running out of, I don't know. It it seems like the veil is thinning over and over again. I mean, every day in the news, it's getting easier to show my dad things, you know, Mm -hmm. easier to verify certain things and 
it's getting crazy the some of the stuff that they do i mean when the nih put that out about the 5g and the mm. and the thing when that happened because it was so close to when i just said that to my mom i was like how am i this blessed that <laughs> god, god would provide this for me you know what dimension did i go to what did i do to earn that like yeah that is huge what how, a gem yeah how did that happen yeah, I yeah. felt the same way. And I actually didn't show my parents because I kind of feel like they would go, what? A, yeah, what is this 5G? Yeah, whatever. I, I don't know. But that's me being a pessimist. Yeah. But also, I don't want to bombard them. Every time I see yeah. something, it's like, this better be rock solid. And I better have like a 15-minute conversation first so it's not just me showing them this crap over yeah. and over again. I'm sure there's many out there that do that to people they care about that that aren't necessarily into this stuff. And I don't, on the other side of that, it looks like oh, another one. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So my mom, when her and I were talking, she was into the idea of frequency being in our universe and we're electrical beings. And, and when frequencies get in here, it changes us. She, she was actually thinking about all those things. So then when this happened, it was like boom like wow like maybe he does know what he's talking about you know he was talking mm. he told me this before the nih just did the study so yeah that so is a helpful me, thing yeah it makes me feel like we're connecting and she's starting to understand at least that's really good man yeah, yeah. it's a process and and it's like once you accept that things are not as they seem like officially in your life it's a very long road before you're kind of aware of how big and crazy it is because it's layers and layers and layers. Yeah. Because first you fall for most of what controlled opposition tells you and you rally with that for, Mm -hmm. you know, that was me in my late teens or my, my whole life was falling for everything, you know? Yeah, it was a raid. I was just about to say, <laughs> took my the words out of my mouth. As a middle, that was a be- so. My mother is the one that's very easy to talk to, and she's open to things. And um, she was the one I had up in my room, and I was showing her Rage Against the Machine, and we were reading the li- we were listening for the lyrics because we didn't. I don't. The internet was crap then. It wasn't in my room, but um, you know, I was showing her that this wasn't a violent band because my dad had just seen the parental advisory sticker and that's all he needed because that's where his faith is, is in this system. You know what I mean? Like they know what's best. And so I had this whole plan to like give this presentation to my mother to, to, to help her understand that this is not evil and not bad, not a bad influence. It's standing up for good things. And she was all for it. And I was able to get the record. <laughs> and now here I am saying, those motherfuckers yeah listen to their <laughs> lyrics and uh, see what they're doing rage in favor of the machine oh absolutely rage on behalf of the machine big yeah, time yeah, yeah get faxed on the back of, i don't know if that was actually on the back of tom morello's guitar if that was just a meme but they've said it they've you know yeah, they're yeah. doing it same with lamb of god which really pisses me off because i loved that they were like over the past you know 10 years i've realized 
or I thought I realized that they really were the true kind of Christian band because they were talking about the absolute destruction of the system. But now they're just part of it. I'll check out uh, this uh, comment. He said, fake rebels. I knew when I heard Morello went to Harvard. See, I didn't even know any of them went to Harvard. I knew, yeah, and like, I don't know. It, shit, man. I mean, I knew kids that went to to Harvard from my school. So, I mean, are they all part of the Illuminati now? Maybe. No, no, I don't know. But if you're so, a celebrity and went to Harvard, then yes. For sure. Well, this in this case, perfectly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, uh, with Tom Morello back then, when I heard that, I was young. And all I thought was, oh, man, these guys went to school for this shit. Yeah. yeah. You know, same with Maynard and, and Tool and all of them, you know. Uh, they all are very classically trained and educated in, in music theory and all that stuff. So I was like, yeah, professional musicians, you know? Yeah. Well, Still it, tool, though. It, it brings to thought for me, at least that the, the, the imposter syndrome again, you know, they gave all these celebrities gave their left eye for knowledge, you mm. know, following in Odin's footsteps, the Illuminati, right? The illuminated ones, mm. they gave their left eye is the imposters now taking over their bodies? You know, is that what happened? Because they gave their eye and now they're acting very differently than before. They're, it's like very obvious, but it's a mimicry of what they once were because uh, the other side, whatever that stuff is, it can only mimic us mm -hmm. and it can pretend it lays dormant until it can enter. And then when it enters, it does its best to be us, but it's not us and still needs us. I don't know how true it is because I haven't been able to locate a real source or what the guy's name supposedly might be, but there's been a video floating around for years of this guy who claims to have worked for the largest record company in the world, which, which was called Zodiac records. And he claims that, well, they don't exist. They changed their name. I can't, I don't know what it is now. So it kind of seems a little flimsy, but he's talking about David Crosby and all these people and, and saying how, you know, they verified for me that, uh, Oh yeah, they still uh, bring the master record to the chamber and they put demons into it and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right, this is really front facing in your face, like exactly kind of what us crazy conspiracy theorists want to hear. So it kind of seems flimsy, but at the same time, you know, you look at a lot of hip hop artists, they're, they're the ones who break through this veil more often than anyone else. It seems at least in the sense where they come out with it publicly Whereas you have so much footage of Tupac and Prince and everyone from the 90s and gangster rap, all these guys, not all of them, of course, but a lot of them break through and start talking about how don't do what we're doing. Like this is like we thought this was going to be great. And a lot of young yeah. rap artists are saying it. They're like, yeah, I that, one of the Island boys just came out. <laughs> yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, they're, they're, I'm yeah. Like, well, what is this? I mean, this is. But it's it's a little front facing, like I said. Are they telling us what we want to hear? That are they just keeping us afraid and saying, "Yeah, we are evil." You know, that would be the greatest trick, right? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think they just do it because nobody's going to say anything because they never do. 
that's the other side of the coin. I mean, it literally could go one way or the other. They could just do whatever, and people just keep on buying their music. It doesn't matter. It won't get reported on, won't get followed up on, you know, just a little bit. Uh, and when people start to wake up, then they'll see it. But, you know, it doesn't really matter to anybody. Mm. Uh, I mean, I saw that they had EDM was blasting uh, Travis Scott music after Astroworld and nobody was dancing to it. So maybe, you know, maybe people will change their minds on what they listen to. But, you know, I doubt it. When we're when I'm talking about this imposter syndrome, you know, it just it brings to mind all of the things that we do. So it's not just, you know, giving ourselves over to the musical frequency, but also the medical stuff the radiation poisoning that we put ourselves through to cure cancer what we're actually doing is making more room for the them because they're radiation and they come inside of us and they're they're literally tricking us into doing it Mm. killing us talking about traditional cancer treating methods like radiation and chemo and stuff like that yeah yeah just the radiation absolutely destructive yeah Yeah, the radiation yeah yeah, it's extremely destructive too yeah yeah it's just to kill you it's like you're gonna die and you're gonna die painfully slowly i mean right but the radiation great part, results but yeah they have uh, but and the radiation part is so this was the point of contention with my mother and i because she did choose chemo and radiation she had cancer and she survived mm-hmm. from it all but it depleted her and we were talking and she said it saved my life and i said well you don't know that you didn't try anything else it did extend your life but there could have been other ways that you could have extended your life you know that wasn't the only thing and like the radiation what i'm really starting to understand is it's that's what they need they need a high radiated airwave in order to exist here for whatever reason they need Mm. much more radiation and they've been over time they've been putting more and more frequencies in our atmosphere in order to do that we have microwaves. Remember cell phones when cell phones first came out? How much they said, "Oh, you're going to get brain cancer having that radiation, you know, right up to your head like that." Like, and we and all now look at us. Shut up. Yeah, now look at us all. <laughs> we carry around an interdimensional device in our pocket that we can't take our eyes off of when we get a one second of uh, boredom. You yeah. know, it's crazy. It's it has the apple with the bite out of it. I mean, that is what the Bible <laughs> telling us. Don't take the bite of the apple. This is, don't eat the technology. Just leave it. Leave that shit. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, it's, I would like to think that it's all about the personas and the influences and intentions behind everything. Like that every bit of, God's creation can be used for good if the right people are behind it. I mean, I don't know how far I can trust that theory yet. That's just how I'm feeling right now and how I've been feeling as I sit behind all this technology, having this conversation. I mean, we have to look at the, at both sides of it. Right. And we have to look at the benefits that we're, we're gaining out of matter, you know, physical matter that we are existing in you know what i mean there's got to be some silver lining here because if we're if we're here if we're more powerful than we think we are or whatever if it's all here within us to to do more and and to be god's extensions then i i i think that 
it's not through technology, but I think technology like this is an intermediary. And I think maybe there's some people in the know, high up, in the right places that understand that it should be an intermediary because they're also interested in the spiritual side of things. But perhaps they're making a lot of profit as well. I'm not mm-hmm. saying that there aren't also the nefarious types that we're talking about. Of course there are. But maybe on the cusp, people that are intelligent and are driven towards technology in a positive way to help, maybe being under the illusion of trying to help people. You know, I mean, I don't know. That's my preliminary thoughts on it right now. I'm thinking there's got to be a way that we can at least use it for now in a good way. Yeah, now now it's here and we can use it. I mean, to with a great it though. We right, have to right. Past it. This is a uh, a shitty life raft when we're trying to get yeah. back to the, you know, <laughs> we're trying to get somewhere and this is just helping us through. I think the internet itself is a part of that like yeah. we are able to connect to leave this primitive means of connection behind eventually. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's the way that I can see it, what's what's happening with it is the mother matrix is entering our world more and more, which is giving us stronger and stronger internet because the internet is her. This the mother matrix system is her, uh, is the internet. So we have to so they can't turn it off you know that's not an option they'll cease to exist if they turned it off so a lot of people ask why don't they just turn off the internet if it's such a problem well they can't because that that's what they are that's where they come from so it's not an internet it's just her who whatever she is the mother matrix of all these radiation beings and what i see for us is we can start to understand our own abilities by this mimicry that we use and we can start to god will pop us open start to pop us open and we'll be able to oh i know what uh connecting with andy 900 miles away is like i've done that so now i can imagine it in my mind so that when we do evolve from it that we can understand it in a much easier way you're muted that helps um (laughs) you just blew my mind man that's perfect that fits exactly with what i'm saying man Mm -hmm. it's it's like i said it's an intermediary right once once we have that experience and remember we can't we can't what is it we can't like make new or we can't interpret new experiences if we've never had the experience before because mm-hmm. we're, our mind is just memory. We're just putting memories together to create images. So <laughs> once we do that, yeah, we'll be able to astral travel and shit a hell of a lot easier. That's yeah, to, perfect. To get from step A to Z, there's a, there's a whole bunch in between that you got to take. So yeah, man. I mean, we're moving through this experience going back home, right? I really like that analogy. So the closer to home you get, the more you start recognizing the houses and the buildings and the streets and everything, the scenery, it Mm -hmm. starts to get more like it. You start to get more confident. You understand where you are more. So I like that analogy. I always like to use that. Yeah. 
Well, hey, let's uh, let's segue that into uh, homes. And uh, there's something weird happened in my hometown. Uh, there, my entire life, there was a sign that said there was a historical church right there in the town of Prospect Park, Pennsylvania. And there was, I mean, we walked by it all the time. The sign's not there anymore. So I don't know why it got taken down. I, I don't know if one of those historic signs can be taken down once it's, you know, deemed historic. It was like the first church ever in, I don't know where, but, you know, it had one of those historic signs that you see on the side of the road and it's gone. And the, the real weird part is my town used to be called Moore. Uh, doing all this research of the Moorish people and the high school, the initials for the high school are IHS, which is Jesuits. So yeah. they covered up the name of Moore and they they just happened to have a, the Jesuit uh, three letters for uh, the high school initials. And now this church's historic uh, sign is taken. I don't know why the sign would be taken down. How long ago did you notice it gone? Well, so I was looking it up a couple months ago. I was looking when I started looking into all of this. Uh, Mimi's in the comments. She said, hey, hey, all. What's up, Mimi? Hello, Mimi, my love. Um, so when I was looking up to see about like the architecture and stuff, I was like, oh, yeah, my town used to be called Moore because it has a park there that everybody else, not in the town, everyone else that came from somewhere else knew it as Moore's Lake. But everybody in the town knew it as the Hollow because it wasn't a lake anymore. It was hollowed out, I guess. Mm. So is it that like a whole big psyop on everybody in the town that we all called it the Hollow, but others called it Moore's Lake? So once I realized it, I was like, well, you know, let me go look around because I want to see about that church because I have a thing with the Methodist churches. Well, I was actually baptized Methodist uh, when I was a newborn baby, which turns out you're not supposed to baptize babies uh, because they're innocent. So you're not supposed to do that until they're ready to repent for their sins when they're adults. That makes a hell of a lot more sense. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So, um, wait, 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 wait a second. Are you saying children shouldn't be asked really important life decisions and have them left up to them? Yeah. Have them leave those decisions up to themselves because they're children and everything. Good point. Okay, cool. Just wanted to check. All right. Moving on. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. So I, I have a, uh, an idea that the Knights of Templar, you know, they no longer exist, right? Uh, that they are the military branch and they work through the Methodist church, which is why the Methodist church has the red flag on the cross and it goes to the red scarf uh, suicides, quote-unquote suicides, hmm. that that's all happening so anyway when i was looking up stuff in my town i had realized i was like oh yeah let me go see what that sign says and the sign's not there google map on street mode and i'm going you know i'm looking every angle and 
that sign ain't there and i know exactly where it was because it's a, a big hill right there i mean there's there's no other place that it could be i'm i went down the whole block uh, and the street is called 420 how about that so it was 420 <laughs> is the road you know it's all psyops over there the whole thing <laughs> Pennsylvania, huh? George Washington stayed at a hotel that was there and they just they knocked it down like I don't know 15 years ago. Wow. But yeah, it was oddly enough, there's a hotel in my town that I grew up in that George Washington famously stayed at as well. Wow. I wonder how many towns have that story. <laughs> I maybe that was his big yellow old building that just sat there and sat there i wonder if it's still there i don't know yeah now it is a bar and restaurant that that place typical uh, yeah so that's super interesting that you also have the same story you know in the northeast i'm sure that he stayed in many but oh, yeah it's true yeah, all over there have you ever checked out your hometown about different stuff around it like uh, no i really haven't mark steves has been kind of like influencing me to do that because i know he's been he he really looks into his area you know and and finds amazing things about things in the past in connecticut and stuff so massachusetts is riddled with all kinds of interesting history so and plus it was the first state in the the union and whether that's true or not or whatever like there's a lot of where was the first state maybe it is i don't know mm-hmm. uh, i've i see that's the thing i've heard massachusetts is that's really yeah, weird delaware has it on their license plate that says the first state hmm. i don't know maybe massachusetts yeah. is maybe it's not the union something though. yeah maybe it's something else from way back then but yeah. or maybe it was one of the first settlements or something i don't know but it's yeah. old as fuck there's tons of shit here like we have cemeteries with graves from the 1500s and 1600s oh have you checked out apparently there's uh there's really not too many places you can find anything from a certain time period in the graveyards like 1780 to 1850 apparently there's like no markings for Hmm. that time frame interesting i'll have to take a look at that mud flood range yeah (laughs) I'll have to look into that, man, because there's a bunch of graveyards in my area. <laughs> yeah, check them out. I get, I get creeped out by that type of stuff. I can't, you know, I'm too spiritually sensitive. I can't be going around graveyards. I'll be seeing ghosts and all types. I told of you that story where I got like chased out of uh, a cemetery by like a swarm of black flies, right? No, I don't think did so. I, did I not tell you that? No, you did not. <laughs> so we have this like. <sighs> it's it's been around forever and there's yeah 1500s 1600s the, those are where the the years at the graves are in this really old place in Worcester Massachusetts called Spider Gates the friggin' name of the place is Spider Gates because the gates have a giant spider on them they open it's very dramatic mm. but there's so many rumors about like there's seven gates in there because it's like seven gates of hell and like all kinds of crazy, silly folklore in there. But I went, I would go in there with my friends and stuff like that just to like smoke weed, hang out, not do anything disrespectful ever, just enjoy it. And yeah, we used to drink and smoke in the cemetery as well. Yeah, man. It's Every kinda... all the kids do it. I think that's, Hell yeah, I think that spirit's drawn us in there, you Maybe. know, <laughs> to inhabit our bodies, live through us. 
Wow. Uh, mad dude maybe they're like come on ha- hang out with us yeah it's <laughs> have you ever seen american werewolf in london you ever hang out with a corpse it's boring <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm lost all right i'm back uh, <sighs> sorry i didn't mean to interrupt your story i don't Oh, it's okay so yeah but um i went in there one time with a very 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 spiritually sensitive friend of mine and for her first time in there to check it out and we were in there like 10 seconds before a huge swarm of black flies chased Mm. us out of there we could not be anywhere they were just all over us all of a sudden out of nowhere and i don't know maybe there was a dead body nearby but didn't smell anything weird it was just very odd and out of nowhere and i had never experienced anything like it there yeah i've been there I have a theory that uh, the different bugs that annoy us, the nuisance bugs, that they're a part of the matrix when it sends out like little little mosquitoes to go take blood samples from us. And, Holy shit. <laughs> and little flies just to annoy us and gnats just to annoy us. Maybe they're surveillance. <laughs> well, have you ever come across a website, uh, birdsaren'treal.com? No, I have heard of this. Fake, maybe I, I have heard of this. It is, but hilarious. I have not. I have not gone there. But yeah, I don't believe it or anything. But it. But there, there is some. What you you're know. saying, though, they're absolutely. They're making nanotechnology that that can fly around. They're mm-hmm. they've made or they're talking about making little tiny, you know, drone robot flies and shit like that, that can put mRNA in the in nature and shit yeah they're going to transform this planet not just humanity yeah like, they need to. as not doomsday as i want to be it's like that's at least their goal and yeah. i think a lot of people think it's a good idea i just think they think it's progress they're not looking at it they're mm. not looking into it they're just yeah it's progress i've always been told this is what progress looks like so it's progress and life is getting simpler and easier, easier. yeah uh sloth is like I, i've always been fascinated by the deadly sins and sloth seems to be their driving force or their, their most manipulative angle mm-hmm. they prey on laziness so much since the beginning of time everything has become a convenience mm-hmm. now i don't know how do you look at that in a negative it's weird because I mean, convenience is great, but it leaves no thought and no work and no. It leaves you soft, right? And and prime for the picking. Absolutely, across the board, all the way through, all the way through our entire civilization, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And like, what is the opposite of that? We have to all go live in the woods and cut down our own trees and build our own houses. I don't know. Maybe we don't have to go back to that if what we're saying right now is true, that this level of technology that we have should be an intermediary to to undo quickly what we've done wrong and to do quickly what we plan to do next. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm spitballing. Well, I think that there's going to be a solar flare in this decade, like 27, 2028, something like that that's going to knock out the power but i think we're going to be walked like we were saying earlier god is going to take the steps in order to get there you know it's not just going to be 
all of a sudden we're we're relying on it so so much but we're going to get to a place where you know we're going to go through chaos there's still going to be chaos that happens in this world worse than it is now i mean it's only going to get worse for the next three years maybe two years because we're in the back half of this this fake seven-year tribulation that they started we're we're in the back half but we still have two to three years at least of what they have planned so it's going to get read the whole the whole plan goes on for a few more years at least so i mean agenda 2030 is another problem to deal with right so we got to cut the head off the snake or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think God's doing that. And it, what the Pope said the other day, that just disgusted me so much. Dude, I was with you on that. That was, I told my wife immediately, I'm like, look at this. Look at this. That's like the one thing I want to fight against most. The Pope is literally telling people that having a personal relationship with Jesus is dangerous. Yeah, dangerous to them. It's, dude, it's literally, it's just, it's no Uh-oh. longer. Mimi's Uh-oh. in the house. I'm going to tear what? down the house. Mimi is here to tear <laughs> down the house. What up, homie? No, she can't hear you just yet. Are you going to get in the, the <coughs> screen? No, I'll stay over here. no, get in the screen. Come on. You got a new throne. <laughs> I got her a new uh, throne the other day. New nice. chair. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to move way over. Yeah, come okay. on. Get over here. Sorry, busting in. Yeah. What up? What up? Good to see you. Yeah, so we're just kicking it. We weren't talking about anything too important, right? I heard you talking about um, being baptized Methodist. I I heard that. And I I thought that was strange because I was born, you know, in the Catholic Church and they baptize you like 10 seconds after you're born. I was like nine (laughs) months old. (laughs) No. But but Pastor Doug wouldn't um, baptize. Uh, Brianna because she wasn't old enough so and he's Methodist so I thought it was strange that you were and I don't know how old I was maybe I was like nine months or something they changed it for some reason I'm sure it's probably because two one that was I think I was like six months you're fine Tom you're fine yeah yeah Yeah, I was right around the six month mark that we started getting pressure from one side of the family to get ours get our kid baptized my daughter i baptized her well i didn't do it but her mom wanted her to be baptized in the catholic church most amazing baptism ever so she was this perfect angel the entire day there's two little boys that are you know crying real loud and making a fuss of everything all over the place she was a perfect angel just sitting on everyone's lap just looking around she knew it was like some kind of big deal and uh so my brother my oldest brother is her godfather and her mom's cousin is her godmother. So they're up there holding her and the priest is doing his thing and he does the cross on her head, right? With the holy water and she falls asleep. She falls limp. Her arms and legs just go limp and then her arm just rises up and she just points to the sky like this, like hand straight all the way up. That's awesome. Pointing at the sky for like 30 seconds and so before all that happened uh maya's mom my daughter's mom said to me she like tapped me and she goes look at her because i was watching uh my brother the godmother and godfather holding her and watching the priest do his thing and she was like no look at her so i looked at her but she doesn't even remember saying that to me now Uh, 
so she doesn't remember this event at all I, and i mean she's the one that told me about it and we were the only two at the time that saw it because she pointed right to the sky and then her arms fell limp and then boom she was back awake and she was a perfect angel for the rest of the day and it's like <laughs> she experienced something super special on that day that's awesome dude yeah that's so cool well the kids seem to be well i you know they're i my take on evolution is that it, it does exist within this, t you know, it's an expression of, of, I don't I don't know where I'm going with that, but what I was going to say, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> it's been a long week, Not no but um, I lost my train of thought. Where the hell was I? I just said that. I'm like, I can't believe it's Friday. It doesn't even feel like a Friday. Dude, I'm going to work tomorrow too. <sighs> Me too. I got to be up by six 30. Uh, I am not. Yeah, so I was gonna say kids seem to be more aware coming into the, the world these days, and even on like a physiological level, like kids are able to pick their heads up a lot faster and use their necks more a mm -hmm. lot faster. It's mm -hmm. crazy, and just the I mean, granted, it's us too, of course, it's always our influence. Good Is that bad, from the radiation helps. poisoning from those who are poisoning us that our children are being more ready for their control? Oh, I don't know. That's not how I'm taking it. I'm, he's my son's just developing such beautiful empathy for for other people so much quicker than I ever did as a little boy. And, and okay. he's just so much more connected to. He's he's just very mature and he's he's wonderful. It, it's it's a good thing in my opinion. Yeah. He's, it's it's a I just meant as the I, biological creatures uh, becoming more uh, self-aware quicker because it's in benefit to, uh, you know, being a host. Or may I don't maybe perhaps I don't know to look. At they it, do like, rapidly. My daughter was like eleven months old. She started walking and talking. So yeah, it's like what I'm seeing is an unfolding, like of of the human. You know, like we are, like take all of us over time we are just like unfolding into whatever we really are to our fullest form you know this isn't even our final form yet <laughs> like we're all getting there and i think they are trying to own that the whatever they is and i think we're far too powerful to for, for this this process of our becoming is much much too powerful for them to really stop but they definitely want us to think they can. Yeah, I agree with that, my friend. I definitely, uh, I don't know how evolution works. It does to some degree. And sometimes I wonder if some things we can't understand that are written in the Bible or written in ancient texts are the actual tr words of someone trying to explain how consciousness grows up. It, it always interests yeah. me. I, I think about it often when I hear the Bible verse, when they talk about the the giants that are that they see, and they say we are like grasshoppers to them. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, is it because they're like they're literally animals that are growing into humans? Then all of a sudden, or something. You know, I don't know how mm -hmm. it works. You know, but just that consciousness is growing up, evolving all at once. So I had this psychedelic encounter with God. I've had multiple experiences of God in psychedelics. This one, a lot of them were like, 
what felt like I was being shown the ultimate perspective, like being able to see God's perspective for just a moment. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a, that's weird. I'm not trying to claim any, anything. So I have God's word now. None of that. Just the idea that he didn't know how he was doing it either. He didn't know how he created everything. Uh, Alan Watts used to say, you shine the sun the same way you work your thyroid gland and you don't even know you're doing it. And I always liked that terminology. And it mm -hmm. seems like what he's talking about is he's talking to God. The, he's talking, mm -hmm. he's talking to God in each and every one of us saying that that extension of God is able to, to do that, you know, and it's like God is growing up through evolution. It seems, I don't know. And maybe God has an ego <laughs> and God has a higher self. And maybe that's what we're going through right now. Maybe we are God's children and all those great metaphors about what we are to God, it all fits. It all works. And when we say like God is everything and everywhere and all that, those terms, it's, it feels right because it's like, we're all, yeah his thoughts or something, you know, it mm -hmm. feels like we're a part of him literally or it, I don't I know, but it does pop. <laughs> well, what's going on? I'm getting the chills, but I like, as you're talking, I'm still chilling. <laughs> <laughs> she has, so, she's gripping right. me. My truth meter is on. <laughs> good. All right. That felt good. Felt like I was speaking the truth. Yeah. yeah, yeah I that felt was real it too. Good. <laughs> uh, there was a lot of things that I had, been picking up on in the last few days that, that you were talking about in there <laughs> nice yeah so super interesting uh and like i was saying with the the consciousness like we are god to our pets our pets yeah. you know if they want to live in the garden and they get fed and they get taken care of they have to be within these walls and they have to adhere to our rules mm -hmm. but they are always welcome to hop the fence, climb under it, leave, however. And once they leave the garden, then they have to fend for themselves. And then they have to trust something much higher than, than we are. But they live amongst the gods to them. So when we look in our past and it says the people were living amongst the gods, it's like, well, yeah, because they were animals and they grew up. You know, the, the, the people, the gods uh, evolved into angels so to speak and yeah. <laughs> and the animals evolved into humans right it, it's all just a process of like the lotus flower all the eastern mystics like the right eastern mysticism have you seen those posts where like there's the 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 daisy of death versus the the real no. flower of life i never it's heard of the daisy of death I'll, I'll send, yeah, or you can look it up or I'll send you some stuff on it. It's pretty interesting. It's like, guess what? All this crazy ancient wisdom is beautiful and it's, it's, it, it is real, but there's also this sidetrack that's, mm. that actually kind of represents enclosure and stuff like that, rather than this freeing toroidal, beautiful mm. energy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, uh, but anyway, Eastern mysticism, the lotus flower, the, the flower of life, it's it's representative of this unfolding of becoming, you know, and mm -hmm. it's just representative everywhere. Yeah, the Fibonacci sequence. Yeah. And I know that some people can can say that that's an Illuminati thing, but 
I think good people or bad people are going to use the best thing that they've discovered. And I think by representing nature in what we build, it's better built and more useful, if that mm. makes sense. And I'm kind of piecing this now together with a lot of tidbits in my head and a lot of what I gained from talking directly to Russ and Kyle last night from the snake bros. Cause those guys really put that together for me in the right wording, I guess. I, I love the, everything is fractal idea. I've heard, talked about it to you a lot yeah. and it, it fits that it's like, okay. So if nature has this mathematics written into it, if this physical existence has this math written in, then wouldn't it make sense that we follow those methods and use them in our lives? And sure enough, when people do, especially with good intention, but also with evil intention too, there's power in this because it flows through those fractal synchronicities, I guess you could say. Does mm -hmm. that make sense? Yeah. So I've done, it seems like it, you know, once I learn about it later on, I don't know I'm doing it until I find out later that, I'm doing magic for Jesus, essentially, like the things that I've done for myself, transmuting all these energies and and use withholding from sex in order to gain power within and do all of these different things. It's I'm doing these types of ritual things that that people do that they pay a lot of money to do and, and join and and do a lot of messed up things and and whatever. I'm just kind of doing it and then finding out later, like, oh, they do this, but for bad, you know? Yeah. And, and I'm like, huh, well, I can see why people would think, like, uh, that someone would think, like, a magic practitioner, they would be scared off right away because, yeah, that shit all is bad. And I don't know, you know, it's not that I'm actively seeking out these things. It's kind of just like, it's what happens. You know, I, mm. I just think about my, what happened before in a situation. And then I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. I do want to do this, however. So then I slide that one in and boom, transmuted and it's magic. It's alchemy. It's yeah. And, and that's like so and think about much. The Trinity, man, the Trinity is alchemy. You know, it's, it's the, it's the, the combining of these materials that creates this experience as a whole. And that's what you and I like to talk about this whole transhumanist angle because of, you know, this, uh, the current psyop of saying that the physical reality is bullshit and it's all illusory. And it's, I don't know, man, I feel like it's integral to, to everything. I feel like it's all part of God in my mm -hmm. humble opinion, but like, yeah, I don't know feels like yeah. it's integral and they're trying to take part of it away. So it's almost like without the physical, the other side doesn't exist or something like that. It's like, it's keeping itself together. Well, yeah, it's, it's with the this cycle. The, the father is the spark that's in between and the son is the physical lower self and the, mm. the higher self is the Holy spirit. And so the father, which is the combination, which is us, we are right. the father or the mother, however someone's to term it. We are the combination and we are the best of the three because we are both of the other the, things. The but, culmination. Right. Yeah. But we can't exist if they don't exist. And they don't exist if we don't 
let them exist you know because we have to exist to make because it's the trinity you can't have one without the others even though one is greater than the others they're still not all it's it's, like it's like the two coming together make the third yeah and the the, third exists makes the yeah the sum is greater than its parts right it's beautiful (laughs) yeah and here here's a little uh nugget i'll i'll give you that i i opened the bible for the first time yesterday and i read a few pages of the gospel of john Mm -hmm. and what came to me it was so brilliant so so brilliant and i had been working on an idea already that led me to understand this in a deeper way that all right jesus christ so so i'm sure you heard of the millennial kingdom possibility mm-hmm. happening. Uh, I don't it. know enough about it though. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. So just a brief little thing is there is a time period in the, what we know as the, like the 1200s to the 1500s, at least maybe even the 800s that there was Kings all over the planet, whatever this planet is realm, whatever, there were kings all over in many different countries that all had a similar look. You know, it's a similar look to what I have now with the long hair, the beard. It's and they're recorded all, yeah, recorded all as Jesus Christ. Okay. Mm. So the these kings, okay, these kings are all named something. They have their own names. But my idea had been that the Bible is talking about all of these kings but they're not mentioning the kings they're just calling the kings who these kings call their king which is jesus christ they all say jesus christ is my king he's the king of kings right Right. yeah so yes so i mean he it's all always talked about that christ was a title a lot of times you know what i mean so that would that would fit so the only begotten son isn't a physical person, but it's the one true living God. It's the Holy Spirit is the one true living God, the only son that there is because we are all that same being. We are all Mm -hmm. that one son. So what ends up happening is people are doing the work of Jesus Christ and no longer want to be recognized as themselves. They want everyone to see jesus christ coming mm. through them so so we take these uh bibles uh, as it's recording yeshua one man doing the entire thing but we are the body of christ and we all have our own role so yeshua is the head of christ and he was leading the way but he was equal to all of us at the same time because it wasn't Yeshua that was doing it. It was Jesus Christ that was doing it. So when John is talking about Jesus, he's talking about himself becoming Jesus Christ, having the revelation that he himself is Jesus Christ. And he says that uh, the one that comes after me, because he was still his lower self, and then the one who came after him, was Jesus Christ in his own body. And he kept saying, uh, you can't come to me unless it is by the Father, saying that you can't get on my level if you don't 
do if God doesn't anoint you? You know, this isn't going to happen for you unless God does it for you. But so we're interpreting this as if this John character is following Jesus around and watching Jesus, when in fact it's himself. It's the gospel of John having the revelation that he is Jesus Christ recognized in a full form. And I haven't touched the other ones yet, but I'm thinking that maybe Matthew, Mark, and Luke are doing the same thing, that they were these kings who recorded in history are called king whatever in France, king whatever in Spain, king whatever mm -hmm. in Russia, but they're all recognizing the Bible as Jesus Christ. Dude, I like this. This is interesting. They were apostles, though. Well, they were apostles. Like, mm. So if I can see it. For myself, I would be writing these words that John's writing for myself, that the Jesus Christ is coming through me. Mm. And it's, I, he says in there, I have to make more room for him. I want to be less than so that he can be greater, which means John is in the, the lower self is going down. Like Jesus. Yes. Dude, less yes. Like <laughs> yes. And it's not, it's no longer the lower self and the higher self, but you're the father. Then you are yes. the star. Dude. Okay. So check this out. It goes right also along with the, everything is fractal thing because this goes right along with Christ consciousness because seeing it that way as Christ consciousness, as this higher state of being, Right it goes right along with all of that, that angle too, the spiritual side of it, where you become enlightened and you reach Christ consciousness. It's the Buddha consciousness, whatever. It's the same thing. It's the same representative thing. Oh, you're and helping well, me see something. Yeah. Check this out. Check this out. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because. So I've read the, I've read Genesis a lot and I've interpreted it in a lot of different ways. I've heard a lot of different interpretations. One of the interpretations is that after they eat the, so first of all, let's do this real quick. In the original text, before a lot of the, the, the translations, which many were mistranslations, of course, we know that um, the story goes that they ate of the tree, uh, they ate of the fruit of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And then they found things to clothe themselves because they realized that they were naked. Mm -hmm. Then Yahweh arrives and says, where are you? So an omnipotent being is trying to figure out where someone is. And then they hide in the bushes and he comes, Adam comes out and says, I was hiding because I was afraid because I was naked. But he wasn't naked when he hid. He had already put clothes on. Mm -hmm. So why did he hide? I don't know. Do you have an answer? Because he messed up. <laughs> because he ate of the tree yeah. and gained the knowledge and he understood. That he was going to get in trouble. <laughs> who was good and who was evil. And he hid and lied to the one who he was afraid of hmm. now this doesn't take away from god i have heard this interpretation as yahweh is a mimicry in the bible and not god 
Mm. It's an interesting. I, I'm. I'm. I know I'm <laughs> prickling some things. Well, yeah. that's kind of going with what you're saying that Yahweh was just a title. No. Well, so well, Yahweh is a title. Yeah. It Lord. is. I am. Well, it means Lord. Okay, that fits also because Lord. So he they now what is also said about eating of the fruit, he has become like. Us, first of all, us, as in Elohim, right? Mm -hmm. This group, not just God right. talking, but he has become like us. So mm -hmm. if we refer to Yahweh like Lord, if that is a word that is used for a God that, or an enlightened being, perhaps, then it's interesting when Eve gives birth to Cain and says, I have, or with the help of the Lord... I have brought forth a man, hmm. but there was no divine intervention with Cain. Adam and Eve had sex and had Cain. Oh, that's the serpent so seed, Cain's line. So she is referring wow. to Adam as Lord. Adam, say, I think Adam. Because he ate of the fruit and he became like us. So he now has right. the title of Lord. So he now he has like the ability to man. create. So this is why. Hmm. So in this version of things, in this interpretation, and that's all I'm suggesting this is, because mm -hmm. my God, we can interpret it so many ways. Yeah. It's said that when Adam and Eve are kicked out in this version, they are granted to leave. But not just granted, they're told that they have to leave now, but it's not a bad thing that now that you are like us, now you have to work and do the work and create and make things. So go till the land and go populate the earth and do that. It's a very interesting take on Genesis for sure. Mm. And I can't remember why we were talking. Oh, yeah. About the Lord thing. Oh, Lord, the Lord thing. So if Lord is signifying Christ consciousness, if it's signifying this higher state, this enlightened state of being, then that also fits right in with this kings, king of kings and all these other kings calling themselves Christ and being these enlightened ones over the people. Because I think this is where leadership comes from. The enlightened one has to be the one to lead and make the right decisions because they see the fractal nature of things. So they can kind of guess what's going to happen and they have this foreknowledge. Yeah. And I think that we need some kind of goal. Humanity needs something to strive for. It's to, to go to become. They, it needs you to need know. A focal point. There's so yeah, many distractions. Right, right. They <laughs> needs to know what to do. So, uh, I find that very interesting. Well, also, like, I mean, man, life. A lot of like very spiritual leaders have said that you know, life is suffering until you know you have to go into your suffering, right? You know, so in a way, God is. If if this if this line of thinking is true, then it's like God is suggesting to go into your suffering and grow. And mm -hmm. you know, I, I don't know. It's a really it's interesting. I I like it. <laughs> yeah, we can spend a, a lot of time a lot of time <laughs> talking about different interpretations of Genesis. It's super oh, absolutely. interesting. So when when you were saying right there, what I said I was saying something is when 
I forget exactly what you were saying, but it, we were talking about becoming uh, the Christ. So what ends up happening is we go from the lower self to then the higher self. And what they are trying to do is keep us all the way as high as we can. We think that we have to do more things to become more highly enlightened, but it's actually the grounding and the meeting in the middle that is actually the most, uh, is that a thing in box saga? Not box saga, but Norse mythology is Midgard is earth. Uh, Midgard. Okay. Yeah. You have to, you have Middle to Earth, ground yeah. yourself with all that knowledge and you become super powerful and that's becoming Christ. And it's not Christ consciousness, not living up here in the Christ consciousness. Right. It's living as Christ, uh, yes. as Christ or having Christ live within you as you're a human. But this higher knowledge being is living inside of you now. And that again fits with Adam and Eve going out to live and do this, this stuff. And while all the while, God is there, always there. The 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 spear and the sword, the the flaming whatever, it's right there to guide you back home whenever you want. Mm-hmm. But go out and experience and do these things and and yeah, I mean I know I I I do agree with what you're saying about the constant growth and and kind of having it be a hamster wheel. I totally get that aspect. But um I don't know. Maybe there's some sort of uh, way to bring those to br- bring them together or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. We'd have to do more digging, but interesting yes, stuff. Sure. Yeah, definitely. At the, Bob's cat said uh, amazing theories, guys. Mind blowing. Oh, cool. So thank you Glad, for that. Thanks for checking it out. Yeah, we'll go have, ahead and we share it listeners? around. Do we have some people in the, in the chat. I haven't even looked. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple of people. Uh, what's really going on? He was popping in. Jesus nice. Vargas. He's yeah. Jesus. Jesus is yeah. He's the man. He, me, and him talk all the time. Yeah. So th- this was uh, a great time. Did, is there anything else you wanted to get into before we wrapped it up? Man, not off the top of my head. But so, well, what are you? Yeah, let's. <laughs> <laughs> what What are you doing for Christmas? Let's uh, tell the people what we're doing for. Uh, yeah. Uh, so uh, my wife and I have kind of done something a little different this year too. We we've kind of looked at all of our decorations and stuff and we've, we've drawn a line in the sand and we've kind of, uh, tossed a lot of not sentimental stuff. I've, I've got a few sentimental things from like my childhood that just mean things to me, but beyond that, getting rid of a lot of like the cheery americanized christmasy stuff and not that we're not doing santa claus we are and i hope that i can give him a more full story to go with the rug being pulled out from under him when i when it's you know when santa's not real someday but other than that we're going more just natural and and celebrating the the season and family and things like that our christmas tree has a lot more homemade things on it this year and it's cool. It's really nice. And we're going to head down to Cape Cod to visit my parents, I think. Oh, okay. Or am I going? Oh, see, I never know. My <laughs> wife's the one who knows. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So what are, you what just are, you for, are you going for the weekend? or? Yeah, it's just going to be a short trip because I think I actually have work the day after Christmas. So. Oh, man. Christmas is Saturday. Yeah, it's crunch time. <laughs> oh, wow. 
So Mimi and I, uh, Mimi didn't want to decorate because we are going to because the mountains. Christmas has been ruined along with so many other things that I love. Well, b- <laughs> not by me, by no, any. just by you know truth. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I hear well, you. Yeah, it takes away a lot of things that even the things that bring you joy. So I was trying, I was trying to bring it back for her because it meant a lot to her before it. she woke up and uh, it. It broke her heart. It's my favorite time of year. Just my favorite. Everybody's in such high energy and high spirits. And then I started thinking like, well, where does that energy go? Yeah. It is good energy, but where is it going? And yeah, even when I was a little younger, I thought Santa, like, you know, Santa Claus not being real was like really kind of fucked up. But then now as... But then you're like, oh, look at all this shit I got. <laughs> well, the, the way I, yeah, exactly. And well, the, way, the way I look at it now, it's just like, holy shit, you're, it's literally a, an energy transfer. It's just they like total tie, loose suck. Yeah, they, they tie Jesus to Santa so that when you find out Santa's not real, you're like, oh, Jesus isn't real either. <laughs> That's another part of it, too. It's yeah. you throw in Santa Claus, they've dressed him up to look mm. like Zeus now. He's yeah. he's a Zeus Odin. character. And well, that's a that takes it in a different direction. But the, where yeah, I'm there's going, many is different, different things. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I decorated the house and we don't have a tree. Uh, we might have a tree in the mountains. So we're going to the mountains. Nice. Uh, for a nice a whole week. I can't wait. Oh my God. We'll have just trees outside. <laughs> just in your state? Yeah. 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 So, well, it's just the two of us are going to. So we're going to be having, uh, you know, That's a good old awesome. time. Dude, yeah. so you're in Pennsylvania, right? No, no. we're in Georgia. Are- Oh, okay. That's your hometown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have the Appalachian Mountains. And We're going to be near the Blue Ridge Mountains. That's beautiful, man. I've always Very wanted beautiful. to do the Appalachian Trail, and I've just done the northern area because uh, I'm right near Maine. So I, I, okay. I go up there and do Mount Katahdin. I've done it twice now, and you get up there and you see people finish mm. the Appalachian Trail right there <laughs> at that peak, and oh, it's. Yeah? It's like, you know, you just did a crazy mountain. And part of that mountain is the most terrifying knife edge thing. It's oh, wow. it's insane. It's a huge mountain. And you're up there and you're exhausted. And then you see these people that just finally get done with their 3,000 mile hike. And it's just epic to watch them cry, hug rocks, and do all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. Uh Sorry to sidetrack that. <laughs> no, no, that's super I cool. I, I, sounds awesome. <laughs> I've never been to the mounds before, yeah, and I've excited. never had a vacation over Christmas either. So, do we have to maybe plan something for the future, like a road trip to meet halfway somewhere, maybe That'd in your awesome. home state? Because my wife and I, I proposed. Oh, to we don't want to go there. <laughs> you don't want to go to from there. No. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Well, I proposed but to her. We'll, Jerry Springs. We will be there. Beautiful. So will yeah, we? I'll yeah. Well, at least <laughs> I, I will be for taking uh, my daughter up there in the summer. So maybe in the summertime we'll meet up. We should definitely make it happen. Oh, maybe I'll take you on a hike. Uh, we'll have maybe to we'll just go air. all the way up. <laughs> we'll come Gladly. all the way because I've never been to any of the New England to Vermont states. Or... And I would, oh, we would love and to I used take to like dream of going to like Vermont and you know in the fall and all that fancy stuff. Yeah, it's what it's cracked up to be. Because it's gorgeous up here. It's just happening mm. a lot later now. It's really fucking weird. The leaves yeah. are dying and the snow has already like fallen. 
most of the time. It's really weird. Oh, wow. Like everything's being pushed in weird directions. Yeah, it's the weather's strange. changing. Yeah, I always thought the seasons were getting kind of pushed yeah, forward. Month. You know, like a yeah, month. They, yeah, yeah, like a month. Definitely. Like they're off by well, a month. Well, it's still like 70, yes. 80 degrees here. Mm-hmm. That's weird. I mean, but it's yeah. getting nice. <laughs> it's getting cold. It's getting cold here, but it's not cold as it it's not as cold as it would be. It's usually like zero right now. It's like 35, 40 degrees. So it's weird. I don't know uh-huh. if it's gonna snow or not in the mountains. I doubt it, but but they do have this fake little snow mountain. I'm can't wait to go sledding on. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, man, cool. I wish yeah, that, that's I all wish I want to do. I I, I don't miss like shoveling snow, but I do miss sledding and tubing and all that fun stuff. Climbing up the hill a hundred times. I miss that. Oh yeah. I get to have snowball fights now with my son building (laughs) snowmen and shit. It's great. We build armies of snowmen and then we destroy them. (laughs) Do they build igloos still like little snow forts? Oh yeah. Yeah. We build forts all the time. It's great. I built some Star forts. <laughs> That's, new yes. forts. I, built, I tried to build a pyramid last time. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to see if we can get some good vibes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure you could get something if you hollow them out like an igloo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you'll get stuck under there for 50 million years or something. <laughs> Never know. No, what really i not. yeah what i do is like the snowmen become robots to my son and he <laughs> and we annihilate them because i'm trying to raise him as john connor right now <laughs> teach him how Very to throw cool. snowballs like elf you know like just winging them <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, well, so real, yeah i can't wait for that vacation uh, and i'm gonna be off from the podcast you know i'm gonna have like almost no technology yeah, it's going to be a time to recharge, Hell and it brings yeah. it real, Can't really wait. brings it full circle from when we were talking earlier about the radiation stuff. Mm-hmm. Is it's going to be so refreshing to just be in nature, and you know, anyone listening, I really suggest you guys look into zeolite, which is going to help you detox your metals and look into detoxing uh, parasites as well. I just started this thing called Vizzy Sharp and that's why I have this big old pimple on my face right here. <laughs> I it's like everything is being brought to the surface and it's having a profound effect. I also I've used Paracel before not too long ago so I can feel the difference in my body once the whatever natural ingredients are in these are getting rid of things. Mm-hmm. It's like it feels amazing. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Now are you guys camping? Like no, how okay? Glamping. Right. We've got a cabin. <laughs> That's fair enough. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> we have yeah. a chalet. <laughs> so, and Ooh. I'll say this Airbnb. So we had this oh, set Lord. for a month. Okay. We nice. had it set for a month. I paid for it and all Airbnb comes to reveal early. <laughs> yeah. They kicked they booted me off of the, the site and refunded my money because of my uh my criminal history. Oh, what the fuck? But then so I had to come in. Yeah, you know. The owner, Mimi, reached out to the owner and was like, look, we're, you know, our lives are kind of public. You know, we do yeah, that. I gave him all the information. I'm like, you can go to the podcast. Yeah. You can go to my business page. So we like, went whatever you need to know. And, Hell and yeah. Then, then we got it cheaper, too. We got like 40 some dollars cheaper. Nice. 
Well, I'm like, we're all over social media, so you might not want to say no so fast. Like, yeah. <laughs> you might want to be careful. Yeah, you might want to be careful. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, so maybe I'll come in thank you. I, I hope it's awesome, man. That sounds yeah, epic. I want a cabin like I just, for my I normal I can't wait life. to be unplugged, yeah. even though we won't be like 100% unplugged, just mm. so we can reach the kiddos and things. Yeah. But uh We'll mostly wait. be unplugged. And we got that. Uh, so Matt Lamon, Matthew Lamon, he sent us oh, yeah. some uh, Sparrow gear, uh, silver line bags. Man, it knocks my phone calls out when I have my headphones in uh, yeah. and my phone calls drop because that's what? it's blocking the EMF so radiation from it's coming It's lined through. with silver. Wow. Yeah, oh, it's, like, it's like 40 bucks or something. It's well worth it. So, so we what? usually put them in the bags like I put mine in the bag when I go to sleep. Yeah. So it's like on my nightstand, but it's in that bag. So it's not really near me. Oh, cool. That's yeah. a smart move. That's pretty yeah. sweet. I'll yeah, we're, that too. we're detoxing from all these this radiation <laughs> and man, it, it has a profound effect. It really does. I don't think yeah. you can keep up with so many things that you need to detox from. There's just like a million things yeah. all the time just being thrown at you yeah yeah i mean we just that's the thing uh, i even joe rogan is who knows what what he's doing he seems like a good guy honestly so he's he's always talking about physical health and he's always saying like everybody's taking this for granted constantly no one's talking still no one's talking about it you know mm -hmm. it's like get your vessel in yeah in, in good condition you know yeah that's the whole half of the the all spark you know like i was saying the, the spark, these things can heal yeah <laughs> That's These things definitely. are good at healing yeah. from all this damage that's thrown at us if we, you know, are consuming the correct things. Right. All but right. Anyway. Yeah, I think that's going to do it. All right. Uh, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? The Deep Share. Uh, the Deep Share podcast. Uh, Roots of it's Creation. In the comments. And yeah, it, I'm on most whatever. RSS feed apps and websites and YouTube as well. So check me out there. I'm going to be having a new show next year, uh, an exclusive show called um, The Witness to carry on the oh, nice. miniseries I did. So I'm going to take that into premium land. If anybody wants to pay for it, we'll see how it goes just as an experiment. But you're going to get like some killer roundtables in there, all focused on consciousness specifically and these kinds of topics. So. Very you guys cool. will have to come on, obviously. Yeah, count me get in. involved. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely be on. Very <laughs> New cool. Year, more me. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. And we won't be back again in two weeks because I'll be on vacation. So mm -hmm. it'll be another month until uh, we do another Worship in the Storm. It'll be the New Year. Wow. Holy yeah. shit. That's awesome, man. Yeah, maybe we'll so have to try to look at like the new year and see what's going on around then. Maybe we could do something. Who knows? Maybe a quick little thing wherever we are, we could live stream with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'll yeah. probably just gonna be home on a couch though. <laughs> well, again, again, that seems to be a big energy day. I wonder what, what where that goes. Well, that's Janice's day. Mm. We're talking about the God of the Old Testament earlier. You said <laughs> Yahweh. I think it may be Janice or Giannis. Giannis. Hmm. I'm not even familiar. Oh, we'll you'll have to get into we'll that. Have to get into it. <laughs> yeah, look up for the next show. All right, folks. All right, everybody. Hope we'll everybody stay. has a great holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy holidays and happy new year. Bye, everyone. See ya. Bye -bye. Thanks for